Come see the new quiz show, Go Fact Yourself, with special guests Andy Richter and Fresh Air's Tanya Mosley. It's March 23rd at the Crawford. Get your tickets at las.com slash events. We are each the scriptwriter of our own triumphant dramas. This is, I'm just filling out the form that you want to donate your body to science. All right, Dad, ready to have a good day? Good. Are you listening, Dad? Can you hear me? Can you have hope? We are also its protagonists. I say, come on, let's go. Let's go. All right, here we go. All right. What's next? We each write and perform the script of our own life. This extremely active life philosophy is inherent in the teachings of 3,000 realms in a single moment of life. What does no, it no, say? No, 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 come on. What's after breakfast? What's after breakfast? What's after walking? What's going we just on? just chanted. We're getting stuff What's done. What's happening, Dad? Why, why do you put your hand over your face? For it to be a wonderful production, it is essential that we become so familiar with the scenario that we can picture it vividly. All right, you ready? Are you thinking? You are designing your death. <laughs> there you go. All right. <laughs> You have raised a ton of people. Look, look who you raised. You raised me. Good morning and welcome aboard American Airlines flight to Charlotte. Thinking it's impossible or it can't be done has the effect of actually making anything and everything impossible. The mind is like a skilled painter. Thus, all of the phenomena throughout the entire world there is not a single one that is not created by the mind. Outside of this mind, there is no other phenomena that exists. Are you still listening, Dad? No. Okay. All right. That's good tonight. Maybe we'll read a little bit each night. Do you need anything? Okay. I love you. Happy dreams. You're not the type of father who always says, I love you. Yeah, you're more emotional than... Than you are? 
Because you cry out in the open. I do cry out in the open. (laughs) Instead, you say, what did you eat today? Did you pay rent? Are you saving 10%? To you, this is I love you. What about you? When do you cry? I don't compare. I don't cry. I don't really cry. That's me. I was real spot on. Did someone tell you to not cry when you were little? No. It's just that life is tough. I know these past few years have been tough. Mom moved out of the house and asked for a divorce. You retired and started living alone. And even though you're in Ohio and I live 2,000 miles away in L.A., I worry about you. I worry you're not eating the right food, not taking your medicine. You seem down, depressed. I get it. Being alone is hard. Why do you think I call? Almost every day. Do you ever wish that I did speak out to you with you? No. How do you say, okay, so you say eat, you say jia. Jia. Common thing people do in English, jia boy. Have you eaten yet? Jia boy. When you don't answer the phone, I assume you're in a mood. Too upset or too tired to reach it. So I just try the next day. And the day after that. Until you do answer. And then what about sleeping? Sleeping. Mm, mm, what? It's cut. It's a different kind of a tone. You have bad days and you have good days. On good days, we chant over FaceTime or I get you to smile three times. Dad, you have a beautiful smile. Okay, does it satisfy you? Yeah, it's helpful. I want to get you out of your comfort zone. Shake it up a bit. I think it'll be good for you. Okay. All right. But I understand... Shaking habits is hard. It's hard for me too, Dad. What are you doing? Uh, I'm doing some work. I'm going to make an episode. Oh, that's why I thought. But sometimes we have to change, especially when life throws you a curveball and unsnoozes things for you. You're listening to Snooze, a show about things people put off. How they conquer them, but most importantly, how they conquer themselves. And I grew up with, like, my father, and I didn't even know what language he spoke until I was 19. Wow. Yeah. It's okay to be tired. It's okay to not be able to make it because it's a lot. It's better to just have acceptance around whatever's going on and know that it's the right thing and the only way out is through, and so you just go through. Snooze. We'll be back 
after this commercial break. Imagine if you could charge your electric vehicle at the places you already love to eat, shop, and play. Whether you're at the movies, on your weekly grocery trip, or running errands at your local mall, Volta EV charging stations are built around your day-to-day and located in your community and nationwide. All you have to do is check in, plug in, and go about your day. It's EV charging made convenient. Download the Volta app to find your new favorite place to charge. Now, back to the show. All right. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye. Have a good day. Mm-hmm. I really like this song. It's called All Night. Bye, big boy. Ow! What up? All night. I'm going on a little road trip up Route 1, heading towards San Francisco for the weekend. I'm passing Hearst Castle on the right. Remember, Dad, we almost went there. But when we walked in, the castle had just closed. I'm passing the beach with all those elephant seals on the left, going over the iconic Bixby Creek Bridge. It's gorgeous. I sent for you if you come for me. What? I love that line. All night. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Hey, it's me. I just wanted to call and say hi, see how you're doing. Uh, I'm in San Francisco for the weekend, and it's gorgeous. I called Auntie Check King, but she didn't answer the phone. I think she's working. Anyway, just wanted to check in and see how you're doing. Give me a call whenever you get the chance. All right, love you. Bye. He's not available. Hi, Dad. It's Megan. I was just calling again to see how you're doing. It's possible that you're sleeping or maybe you are. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Sometimes when life is happening to you, you don't really have time to process it. I'm thinking back to my last day in San Francisco, and it feels like a dream. My bags were packed. I was ready to leave, head home, when my dad finally called me back. But his voice wasn't the voice I knew. It was dry, scratchy, weak. It didn't sound like him at all. He was calling me from the floor. 
he had fallen and had been on the floor for five days. I immediately grabbed another phone and called Crystal, my sister. She was already in the car on her way over. I stayed on the phone with my dad. I didn't want to hang up because I didn't know what state he was in. I couldn't see him. I didn't know if he had hit his head. I didn't know if he had been unconscious or he'd broken a hip or a bone. I didn't know if he had a heart attack or a stroke. What I did know was I wish I wasn't so far away. In the distance, I heard Crystal come through the door, and I lost it. I started crying. I couldn't see or wrap my arms around either of them. I heard Crystal call 911. I heard the ambulance come. I heard people pick up my dad and put him onto a stretcher. Because the phone was still on, I was still with him. But then the phone was handed to Crystal. She told me she'd call me later and then hung up. I felt helpless not being able to be there with my family. They took my dad to the hospital, hooked him up to IVs, and took a ton of tests, EKGs, troponin, CPKs, and still, the doctors didn't know what happened. Because he was on the floor for so long, the tests couldn't register the cause of the fall. Too much time had passed. When he started remembering, he said he stood up, got dizzy, lost balance, and then couldn't get up again. Days after the call, I still didn't know what to do. Did my dad need me to be beside him while he recovered, or would he bounce back quickly? If I did go out to Ohio, when would now, I go? Later, how long would I would stay? Would I get an Airbnb or move in with him? Would I take care of him while he recovered? I had so many questions, not a ton of answers. The only thing I could do was wait. And wait. And wait. Literally, day to day, moment to moment, a feeling that wouldn't change for months.
<laughs> I went to hell a cab and when I came here, the license, license plate is fresh and I don't know if you've ever noticed this, Dad, but Crystal and I have a complicated relationship. The earrings. Yeah. I only wear them when I'm going out. They look heavy. I would totally take them out. This is why you can't be around Jillian. (laughs) And to be honest, I've kind of avoided moments like these. Let's keep focusing on the plan. So my investments are limited. (sighs) You guys, can we not deviate from what our objective is? Okay. Moments where I have to take on any kind of family responsibility. Remember when you and mom sold our childhood home? I wasn't there to help. Or when you moved into your apartment? I wasn't there for that either. Crystal, she's always been there. You move up the street from me. She's the type of older sister who's extremely responsible. I think you need a job, a part-time job. She helped you and mom sell our childhood home, helped mom find the house she lives in now. She helps you file your taxes every year. Because I have Crystal, I've always been able to be like, yo, you got this, right? As the little sister, I have a little more leeway. But when you fell, Crystal needed help. She was in the hospital with you for hours while working her full-time job, while taking care of her 12-year-old daughter, while maintaining her home and her other responsibilities. I've never put my life and my career on pause and put my family first. Until now. And breathe normally. Put on your mask before helping others. Oxygen is flowing. Dad, I bought a one-way flight to see you. I know you told me not to come, but I'm here. I'm walking into the rehabilitation center, and this place is quiet. It's new. There aren't a lot of people. I'm following Crystal because she seems to know her way around. We walk down that long hallway, turn the corner, and I see you. You're sitting in a sea of brand new carpeting in the atrium of this dining room. The ceiling is tall, light is streaming in. It's beautiful. But everyone who's here is sitting by themselves, including you. You have a walker, your hair is long, like castaway Tom Hanks look, and you're thin. When I walk up to you, I say, hi, Dad, and immediately give you a kiss and a hug. You don't react. You don't smile. You don't look surprised. I can tell... You're not totally yourself. I'm happy to see you. When I sit down, I immediately start up one of our favorite ongoing conversations. What are you eating?
My father and I didn't have the best relationship. Growing up, it felt like my mother loved me for the both of them. She cheered twice as loud at all my volleyball games, hugged me twice as hard when I made honor roll, told me I love you twice as much before I went to bed. My father didn't say or do any of that stuff. He had a short temper, often said no, and was a raisin of emotions, dry, inaccessible. In high school, when I brought home all A's, he would say, but you didn't do the dishes. I was a good kid, and everybody saw that I was, except for him. For him, nothing was ever enough. And his never-enoughness made me feel small all the time. And so to feel big, when he would yell at me, I would yell back. Happy Valentine's Day, Dad. I'm rushing over to the rehabilitation center after spending hours cleaning your apartment. You got a lot of stuff. You know how much stuff you have? You have like three vacuums and none of them work. You're coming home tomorrow, so I wanna make sure you can easily maneuver your apartment with your walker. So I'm cleaning and throwing out a lot. I'm also rearranging some things so your place doesn't take you back to the fall or the days after. And I am exhausted. Oh, Crystal's calling. She's stressed out. Suddenly, it's a yelling match about how I didn't tell her about this thing. She doesn't have time to do the study. Now she has to run around the city. We always have to do things my way. Blah, 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 blah. Click. She hangs up on me. I don't usually celebrate Valentine's Day, but I don't think it's supposed to feel like this. When I see you, you're on a no-kick. You're saying no to everything. Let's have breakfast. No. Let's take a walk. No. Put on clean clothes. No. No, 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 no. I'm leaving. I need to take a walk alone. All right, I'm back. Want to try to go to the bathroom? No. Come on, let me help you stand up. No. I'm grabbing your hands and you're digging in your heels. You say you're going to fight me. I shouldn't have expected chocolate kisses, flowers, not even a card, not even a thank you. I paused my life, left my dog, took leave from my job to step up and take care of you, my family. 
You don't even want my help. All you want to do is complain and bicker and yell at me. Why would I go out of my way for that? The truth is, I wouldn't. I don't want to be here anymore. We'll be flying in an altitude of 34,000 feet, and our flight time will be one hour. News. We'll be back after this commercial break. At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts. Now, back to the show. And as I sit here in the bathtub, I'm just like, you know, all of this will face this at some point. The need to take care of our family for kids to take care of their parents. And again, I'm like, yo, why didn't they tell us anything about this in high school? (laughs) And it's interesting because it feels like everything is so distant until it's right up in your face and you can't move. And so this is how I process things. I talk them out with myself (laughs) in a bathtub. I think this bathtub is going to save me. It's also really nice to hear your heart beat underwater. It just sounds so cool. I don't know why today was such a hard day. Maybe because I'm tired. And I just feel like, man, you really have to tell yourself that you're doing okay. You know, you really gotta be strong. And say you're doing a great job. Because no one is here to tell you that. I go to the grocery store. When I get back, I sit down with you. The first thing you say is, what did you buy? All accusatory. I show you. Some snacks, lotion, chapstick. You ask me if I'll go back and buy a razor so you can shave. I pull that out of the bag next. 
I already did. Your face lights up. It's the first joyful expression I've seen on you since I got to Ohio. Ooh. Here, let me help you. Because you, you missed some hairs. Let me see, come here. Yeah, you missed some hairs. Oh, you cut yourself too. Okay, and then you got a smile. It's hard to know what is nose hairs and what is your mustache. Alright, stay, stay. Let me just get this. This is it, this is it. Or are you gonna smile? <laughs> Good. Great job. Great face. I've never shaved anyone's face before. It's a specific kind of care. You gotta be gentle, close. And there has to be trust. You let me care for you in a way I never have before. And something inside me toward you shifts. That night, you tell me you're having a hard time sleeping. So I pull up a Lazy Boy chair next to your bed and recline. As you start to close your eyes, I take your hand and I tell you I love you and that what happened to you a few weeks ago will never happen again. You'll never be alone in the way you were before. I promise. All right, Daddy, are you listening? Today is what, February 20th? February 23rd. February 26th, 2022. All right, what's the guidance? I'm sure there are going to be days when I annoy you. Ooh. It says, the only way for human beings to change is for them to conquer their inner darkness. What was the secret to anything success? He explained that it was to never give up before he succeeded. Without courage, we cannot be compassionate. What do you think of that? That's wonderful. Days when you don't want to read guidance, chant, or eat eggs for breakfast. All right, ready? I'm sure there are going to be days when you're totally bored, absolutely exhausted. All right, here's another one. Make goals. All right, you write down your goal. I write down my goal. Or confused. Did you write it down? You didn't write it down. Here, use my pen. Maybe days where you feel helpless. All right, how are you feeling today? All right, clear out your throat. throat) How are you feeling? You good? You still dizzy? Okay, warm up your legs before you walk. Stay, 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 stay. 121 over 74. Heartbeat 62. But there will also be days when you're filled with immense joy, appreciation, and pride. (laughs) All right, what's next? Breakfast. You gonna have breakfast? All right. Do you want pants today? Here, go ahead and sit down. What shirt do you want? I don't have to change. 
Yeah, change. New day, new clothes. <laughs> and on all of those days, I'll be there. I thought you were sleeping. You're not sleeping. <laughs> Helping you transform all of these moments into your biggest benefit so you can get strong and be independent again. All right, Dad. Ready to have a good day? Good. I never planned to move back to Ohio. When I arrived in February on a one-way ticket, I thought I'd be there a few weeks, a month at most. I'd help my dad get back on his feet, maybe help him make a plan with new hobbies, new friends, a new life. My sister and I even started looking for a new apartment for him, one with more light, ADA approved, closer to her. But then my sister and I went to one of his doctors and heard something neither one of us was expecting. I'm sorry, your father is just not in a place where he can live alone. And it wasn't just one doctor who told us this. We've discussed it, and your dad clearly can't live alone anymore. Can he stay with one of you? I don't know. Can he? Does he even want to do that? Do you want some more water, Dad? Here. No. Do <laughs> you have any long-term thoughts? Well, I'm not staying here. I'm not moving to Ohio. <laughs> Sorry, that's not it. <laughs> Do you want to move to California for a little bit? This is very suspenseful. <laughs> All of this drinking and eating of the chocolate. <laughs> we pay the difference. I mean, we pay the difference. Megan and I will pay the difference. No, you can afford it. Let's keep focusing on <laughs> the plan. Two big questions. Stay in Ohio or move to California? Okay. It's like choose your own adventure. Based, based on my uh, how, how basis, I don't think I can do either one of them. That's not a part of the... That's not an option, Dad. Yeah. And, when you, and if you come to California, you would be staying with me. You say, me and Megan, new roommate situation. <laughs> okay? If you stay in Ohio, you would be either in a retirement facility... Oh, yeah? Yeah. Or... Because Crystal needs some time to redo her basement. <laughs> <laughs> if you even wanted to stay there. 60 days is impossible for me. Dad, nothing is impossible for you. You survived on the floor for five days by yourself. You've already gotten over the hardest part of living. No. Yes. Dad, you are very resilient. I know it's not easy for my dad to leave his home. At 75 years old... I'm asking him to put his whole life in storage and hop on a plane with me, his 31-year-old daughter, and trust me to take care of him. 
I'm scared too. I'd be giving up a part of my life as well. But I'd rather have us be scared together. I'd rather have him be completely safe with me. If I said, you have to move to California and live with me, how would you feel about that? I feel great. Oh, oh great. Okay. 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 Great. Let's choose that one. <laughs> you said you'll feel great? I like California. I do too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. No, no, no. I like this. Let's just. Oh, logistics. Oh, Dad, logistics are logistics. So, where should I live? Where would you put me? Where would you stay? You stay with my house. Somebody has to pay for it. I'm paying for it right now. No, you're not. Uh, yeah, I am. You think Santa Claus is paying for my apartment? <laughs> <laughs> People are asking me, are you ready to take on this responsibility? Or do you know what you're getting into? The answer is, you're my father and I'm your daughter. And no one is going to love you as much as Crystal and I do. No one is going to make sure that you eat your favorite food that you write down your goals, that you start to envision yourself walking again. But we will. I will. Dad, what's our deal? To have hope. Can you have hope? You have raised a ton of people. Look who you raised. You raised me. Two sets. One. There you go. Two. Can you have hope? Three. We're going to live together. Oh. Four. Step by step. Five. I need six, you to trust me, remember? Seven. Eight. Goodbye, goodbye. Nine. Ten. Great. Can you hold on? Let go. Here, hold on to me. You're gonna be okay, Dad. Okay. You do have pants tomorrow. You have two pairs. <laughs> That might not be enough. Yeah, it'll be enough. Tomorrow's gonna be great. And I'll be with you the whole time. Moving to Los Angeles hasn't been easy. It's been hard for me, too. You've fallen three times since you've been here. The first time, I caught you in my arms, cushioned your fall, and then went into the kitchen and had a meltdown. It's scary to be responsible for someone you love so much. I'm learning I can't always catch you. I can't save you. You're responsible for your own life 
And you're the one who has to decide how you want these next years of your life to go. And while you figure it out, you won't have to pick up the phone to remember that I'm here for you. I'll be there as you become more of who you already are. Oh, it's work, huh? Hi. Hi? Yeah. I mean, work, work, I'm talking about not, not your housework. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you still work out of house? Sometimes we think we're snoozing this one thing in our lives that's really obvious. For me, I thought it was making this show. But if we let life unfold a little, the pieces of ourselves we're actually snoozing will appear right before our eyes. Maybe they'll even rush to us unexpectedly And in those moments, we get to see who we really are. Hey, Dad. Come on, Levi. Let's go. I brought us lunch. I'm hungry. Did you eat? I got a, a surprise. What? I know you gotta look at it. What did you do? Not much? Did you, did you practice walking? If you have something that you've been putting off, call us, 323-591-8159. That's 323-591-8159. Leave us a message, and you could be on an episode of Snooze. Don't put it off. I'm talking to you. Before I tell you what we're doing next, a standing ovation for everyone who made this show possible and everyone who made this episode possible. This episode of Snooze was produced and sound designed by Kyle Chang, Emma Alabaster, and me, Megan Tan. Eric Galindo and I wrote and edited this episode together. Eric also fact-checked this episode. It was mixed and engineered by Donald Paz. Jessica Pilot is our talent producer. Eric Galindo is our showrunner. I am your host. Our producers are Marina Pena, Emma Alabaster, and Anjali Sastry-Kerbacek. Our intern is Bruno Lopez Vega. Antonia Cerejido and Leo G are the executive producers. 
Our theme song is by Wayne Dopeman. Andrew Epen wrote and composed the original music for this show. Additional music was by Emma Alabaster. Sana Hong created the artwork. Special thanks to Eduardo Perez and Lila Day. Make sure you hit follow, like, subscribe to Snooze wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Megan Lee Tan and the show at Snooze Podcasts. Our website on LAist.com is designed by Andy Cheatwood and the digital and marketing team who also created our branding. Snooze is a production of LAS Studios. Thanks to the team over there, including Taylor Kaufman, Kristen Hayford, Sabir Brara, Kristen Muller, Andy Orozco, Michael Cosentino, and Leo G. Support for this podcast is made possible by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe that quality journalism makes Los Angeles a better place to live. This program is made possible in part by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, a private corporation funded by the American people. If you like snooze, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Trust me, it really helps us out. And if you love snooze, like you want to shower us with all the appreciation, become a sustaining member of KPCC and Elias Studios by going to elias.com slash memberships. Support the place that supports this work that supports people like me. news is going to be taking a break for now and we'll be back with another season in the meantime everyone who worked on this show is going to be working on another show that you already love wild season two what to expect on the next season of wild with this guy eric galindo what up what up what up what up what up what up it's about to get wild we're going to talk about love. I got on like <laughs> the oldest person app ever, which is Match.com. <laughs> right? I, I had a Match.com profile once. Did you? Yeah, we made it in the middle of a fight with the ex. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just like went to sleep in the other room and created a Match.com profile. <laughs> if you haven't listened to season one, it is beautiful. Stay tuned wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Megan Tan. And I'm Eric Galindo. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Brian, the host of the How to Relate podcast. How about we go to the movies? Join us for a 10-part series, Revival House, and discover the magic of L.A.'s indie theaters. Who knows? You might meet someone. I know it sounds antithetical because you're just sitting passively, but in fact, you're connecting with everyone else around you. Subscribe to How to LA from LA Studios wherever you listen to podcasts.